Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. Dear Christian, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Heavenly Father, through our Lord Jesus Christ, be yours in abundance today. As you consider the words of the elderly believer Simeon, Lord, now you can dismiss me in peace. Well, another Christmas has come and gone. Did you get everything on your Christmas list? Personally, I did not have a list. So you could say I got everything and also I got none of it on my list because I didn't even have one. But here's the point I'm trying to get to. If you got everything on your list or if you didn't, how much does that really matter? Do you remember what was on your list one year ago and what you got or didn't get from your list? How about five years ago? How about ten years ago? Truth be told, Christmas lists, while they may provide a heart attachment for a while, that heart attachment is not long term. But today we're going to hear about a man named Simeon who did have a Christmas list to which his heart was deeply attached long term. There's only one thing on the list. That one thing on Simeon's Christmas list was getting to see Baby Jesus, the Messiah of the world, before his earthly life came to an end. In a very special, unique way, the Holy Spirit had communicated to him that that is what was going to happen. So, in my mind's eye, I see Simeon for who knows how many years, waking up every day, wondering, is today the day? Is this going to be the day when that one item on my list is crossed off. When I get to see baby Jesus, the Messiah of the world, the light of all nations. Finally, that day arrived. Listen as we hear the description from Luke in his Gospel, chapter 2, about that very special day that accomplished the one thing that was on Simeon's Christmas list. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. This all happened on the day when Jesus was 40 days old. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in in his arms and praised God, saying, 
Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The big day came. The special day arrived 40 days after Jesus had been born. And Simeon went to the temple. He was an elderly man. Many of his family and friends he had outlived. And as the years went by, more and more Simeon was attached to the things of heaven, less and less attached to worldly gold and goods. He went to the temple and as he held baby Jesus in his arms, notice how what happened in the temple that day really is just a further commentary on what happened that first Christmas night. Because then, the nobles didn't care that Jesus was born, but some shepherds did. Then, nobody else seemed to have a heart for helping this young couple about to give birth to their first child. They were out in the cow stall. And yet, for God, that was plenty good enough. Same thing here in the temple on Jesus' 40th day of life. The priest didn't seem to take any special notice of Mary and Joseph there. And all of the people milling around in the temple that day didn't seem to pay any special attention to Mary and Joseph being there. But Simeon did. And the Lord had given him that wonderful insight that helped him to say, Now, Lord, you can dismiss me. Sovereign Lord, he said, you and your love, your wisdom, your majesty, your power, you fill every crack of this universe. You are sovereign. And just as you have promised, your word did not fail, not one syllable. Here I am holding the Savior of the world, your one and only Son, in my arms. The joy overflowing from Simeon's soul at that moment can hardly be described with words. And he went on to say, Now you can dismiss me. Lord, I'm ready to go to heaven. Any time is fine. You get to decide. And so if you decide that tonight I'm going to heaven, I'm ready. And if you decide that another 30 years are going to go by before I go to heaven, that's fine too. You get to decide, Lord. It's your call. What a precious moment. But not all in what Simeon said was sweetness and light, sunshine and lollipops. Look at what else he said. Verse 33. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that is spoken against, so that the thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Simeon also said, 
there will be energy whenever this baby, who will grow into a young man, comes around. And sometimes that energy will be attraction, but lots of times that energy will be anger, frustration, venom, in a vigorous outlet against him. He will cause rising to be sure, but he will also cause many to fall. Mary, a sword, will pierce your soul. Those words must have stung and caused wonder in her heart. But they make sense when you know the rest of the story, don't they? That Mary would have to watch her baby boy grow up and be taunted, be ridiculed, be kicked to the curb even though he did not deserve it at all. Ultimately crucified on the torture chamber called the cross, Mary watched it all. Mary heard him cry out to his father for help. Mary heard everything they were saying about him on that last weekend of his life. A sword pierced her soul. And yet, victory was the ultimate goal and destiny. Now you dismiss me, Lord, is what Simeon said. Joy I'm looking forward to in spite of bumps in the road ahead, here and there. In the 400s, church leaders decided, let's write a song about these words of Simeon, the song of Simeon, and let's sing that song in our evening services. It's called the Nunc Dimittis. You've maybe heard that before, maybe not. That's Latin for now you dismiss. We don't have very many evening services at our congregation, but we do sing that song often after Holy Communion on a Sunday like today, and we're going to do that today. Now, what are the similarities between Simeon holding baby Jesus in the temple and you after you take Holy Communion or after you hear the Word preached to you? Well, God had come from heaven to earth for Simeon. God has come from heaven to earth for us in the Lord's Supper to forgive our sin. For Simeon, not one word failed from what God had promised. Not even one. And as he held baby Jesus in his arms, he was able to say with all his heart, now you can dismiss me, Lord. Any time is fine. You get to decide. After we have had the Lord's Supper, the body and blood of the Lord for the forgiveness of our sin, after we have heard His Word and realized and, and rejoiced that not one word of what He has told us in the Scriptures has failed, we too can say, with peace and joy, Lord, You can dismiss me now. I'm ready for heaven now. Any time is fine. You get to decide we too can have the exact same heart as Simeon. No matter what is going on outside in the noise and chaos of the world around us. So 2023 has arrived. What is going to be dominating your year? Is it going to be wrestling around for more golden things in the world around us? Or is it going to be resting in the promises of God, as Simeon was resting in the promises of God while holding baby Jesus in his arms. Why would we ever think that dancing around for earthly gold and goods is a better approach 
Why would we ever think that passing by Jesus with a meh, because there's so many better things to offer out there in the world, is what will make us happy one day and give us peace that lasts. That contentment where we can say, now I can be dismissed. Why would we ever have fear of missing out when we have Christ as our Savior and we know that? Why would we ever get more excited about an expensive vacation to come than about taking the Lord's Supper or going to hear God's Word in worship or Bible study? Why would we ever think, yeah, to open a card that has some money in it? More than thinking, yeah, to open Scriptures and a new insight for our soul is just waiting to be devoured. It's so easy as we reflect and look in the mirror to have a heart like everybody else in the world that passes by the Christ, that doesn't care what He says, that thinks today is the day and money will make me happy and nothing else will satisfy. Repent of that sin and have a different kind of year this year, starting with a different kind of day today. As you think about how God's Word has not failed, and that means, guess what? In spite of our lust for the things of this life, Jesus came anyways. He came anyways knowing He would be rejected, knowing He would be passed by by the masses without a second look, knowing He would even be tortured and killed. He came anyways because He knew He would also rise from the dead. He knew He would also be listened to by some, though He wants all. He knew that a home in heaven is waiting for us to have the opportunity for people just like you and me to say, Lord, You can dismiss me now. Heaven is my home. I am ready anytime. You get to decide when. And I'm glad about that. And so as I look ahead... I see one of two things always happening. Either I get to serve you with all my heart, my time, my energy, my money, my things, or I get to go to heaven to be with you and I'm never tempted by earthly gold or goods again. What a gift to be able to say along with Simeon, Nunc Dimittis. You can dismiss me now, Lord. Anytime is fine. You get to decide. And until, until that day comes, I'm going to serve you with all my heart and help others to do the same. Martin Luther always has brilliant things to say when he's commenting on Scriptures. And he had some brilliant things to say about this scene with Simeon. And I wanted to read for you a little bit about what he had to say about Simeon holding Jesus in his arms. He said, These words are written so that we should not despair when we see great crowds falling away from Christ. If this had not been foreseen, it would have been unbearable. Simeon spoke of the fall and the sword as if he were saying, Dear Mary, 
You have born a son. The world, the sinful flesh, and the devil will all be against him. What a congratulation this was to a mother of six weeks. Why are people persecuted for the sake of the gospel? What has this little child done? He announces, My Father will be gracious to you and will free you from death, sin, and hell. So men tread him underfoot and hang him on a cross as one accursed. I could never have believed there could be such evil in the heart of mankind as I find now among peasants, townsmen, and nobles. Doesn't matter what class. I risked my life and thought, I will preach to them the true way and they shall be free. They will take it to heart. Had I known their actual hearts, a hundred horses could not have dragged me to preach to them. I have often been sorry that I ever started to preach, but that is not right. As long as we live, we will preach to the honor of Christ and the comfort of the faithful. Let the world dance for golden goods. Go on, my dear world, swagger while I laugh at you. We will see who comes out better in the end. For you, Jesus is the sign of a falling, but for me, of a rising. The secrets of your hearts shall be revealed. This comfort the gospel gives me. Closing thought today. God is eternal. He hasn't changed. The exact same heart he gave Martin Luther to write something like that is the exact same heart he can give you. The exact same heart he gave to Simeon long ago to hold baby Jesus and say, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you can now dismiss your servant in peace. Any time is fine. You get to decide. He can give that same heart that he gave to Simeon to you. Let the world have it differently. As Luther says, we'll see who comes out better on Judgment Day. Hold fast to God's truth. Let the chips fall where they may. Rejoice that God's Word does not fail and that He will deliver you every time evil touches your life in this world until the ultimate deliverance comes when He takes you to your heavenly home. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.